Good afternoon. Here we go. You are here joining in to the Home Away Show with myself, and the homeboy, the one and only, all the way from Nongoma, bringing it all the way to Connecticut, USA. It is my brother, Kuli. Kuli, how are you on this beautiful Sunday, bro? I'm doing just fine, my brother. Hey, hello to everybody listening. We really appreciate you guys joining us today. And uh, we're running late because of Connecticut and their own traffic issues. You know, uh, sometimes you just got to shake your head and move on. But guess what? Today's show, we got a really good show for you guys. Uh, we actually have uh, Coach Pete, who's going to be joining us. His Shout name is... Coach Pete, man. I'm yeah, excited. Pete Lopes. Last... Uh, that's that, uh, uh, what do you call that country? Cape Verde. I don't know if you know Cape Verde. Cape Verde. Cape yeah, Verde, Cape yes, Verde. Yes. Yeah, so that, that Africa diaspora from that side, and he's from California. He's a, a professional trainer uh, in terms of athletes, and he has done a lot in his career as a trainer and as a coach, and now he's a manager of one of the fighters that are actually being talked about lately and um, he's going to be joining us and he also does a show with ESPN uh, 940 ESPN out of Central Valley in K over in uh, California and uh, the yeah. show is called The Fight Hour so he's going to be with us in a little bit and uh, I'm excited yeah, I'm excited. yeah 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 absolutely I'm pretty excited shout out to you for the plug man if you if you guys don't know and welcome by the way if you if you're just tuning in maybe you joined at 1:30 in the dot you thought we weren't here well we are here we didn't go nowhere, but thank you very much for joining us today. And um, you guys don't know how many people Cooley has out there. Cooley has plugs. I won't be surprised if one of these days we get Bill Clinton or, or Joe Biden or something. Just don't get number 45. Uh, jokes aside, I kid, I kid. But uh, welcome to this beautiful show. Um, I started something last week and I got a couple of positive comments around it because I think it put things in perspective. So I figured I'm going to add it on every uh, single episode that we do. Um, so today it is June 10th, Sunday, June 10th, the year of 2018. And right now we, you know, we started off the year. Everybody say 2018 is my year and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It is not too late. You still have 204 days left. That's 4,909 hours. That is 20, I'm sorry, 294,556 minutes. That is 17,673,354 seconds and counting until wow. the end of 2018. So people, that is a lot of time. Yeah, you that's a lot, a lot of time. Of that. You, so can, you, you, you can do a lot of things with that time, actually, if you can just... Uh, make it well and be able to organize it correctly because you still need people to help you organize as yeah. we also do need people to help us organize but anyway diaspora i'm so glad that we get to talk to you today and the guests yeah. we're bringing but the one thing that i wanted to talk about i just came off a soccer field so i was doing a, a soccer game and um, i just realized a few things you know the unevenness of seeing people our own Africa diaspora out there having their kids involved into sport. One of my friends from here in, in Danbury, uh, shout out to uh, uh, Traveline. Uh, she's from uh, Durban, South Africa and uh, she was showing pictures of a kid out there playing soccer. So what I'm trying to say is that those are the kind of pictures we want. We're tired of seeing pictures where we're saying we are let I know yeah. you are lit, but listen can we, what? Can we show the kid being lit? Uh, show the can kid being that? lit. That's what I yeah. want to see. Because you know what? That's the encouragement to, to realize how much of a community we are out here and how much we're trying to do uh, for our community and for each other. I'm really, really proud when I saw that yesterday, Trevor, and sharing that. But the good thing is the guest we have today, Mr. Coach, uh, Coach Lopes, uh, Peter Lopes, he's okay. actually... He, Is he, it Lopes or Lopez? I want to make sure. No, Lopes, 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 Lopes. Don't get it wrong. Uh, I don't, don't want to get this brother upset. Uh, big dude. I've seen it. <laughs> uh, you know, Kuli, actually, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Why I got excited when I was looking at his profile and his resume and body of work is the fact that um, he's done a lot to work with kids. He's worked in a recruitment space. And I really want to learn from him as you talk about this responsibility. Yes, we can post pictures of ourselves and us being lit and us uh, wearing the flyest outfits. Absolutely. But what are we doing to prepare the future? So make sure you stay tuned. If you're driving somewhere, if you're at home, you're cleaning, you just save this little bit of 45 minutes or so just to make sure that you tune in and hear what we got to talk about. So very excited for today's show, man. 
Yeah, it's going to be a great show. And uh, it's very important that we always remind each other, especially with us, uh, Africa diaspora, that what's important is that at the end of the day, the issues that we're discussing right now are for the benefit of our generation, our children, mm. our, you know, for us too, we are trying to make our lives better and be better parents, yes. be better uh, sisters, brothers, whatever you want to call it, raise the right kind of kids. And that's what we need. Absolutely. Actually, you know, um, yesterday, uh, I had the, the wonderful honor of attending my niece's graduation, uh, high school graduation. And we went to the graduation. It was a lot of things I got out of it. It's an emotional time. You know, my brother um, had my niece uh, when he was 18. He was very young, uh, right out of high school. I went to the same high school, class of 2000. So as we were there, there was a commencement speech as always. And the lady who came actually works for Nike. She graduated uh, at my high school, but she is a VP of manufacturing out at Nike. So the cool thing is she showed up in a dress and also wearing Nike sneakers. But, and also the, the, the school president or the, the, the uh, body president or whatever, but the student who came first place, he's going to uh, Harvard. He got a, a scholarship to Harvard. So congratulations to the young man. Yeah, congratulations speech, to him. Yeah. His speech really caught my, my ear and it was also personal because I spoke to some of my friends and they joked, friends that I graduated with back in 2000. And they say, dude, when we graduated, you were one of five African dudes that went up in our graduation class. And when we attended this graduation yesterday and the young man who spoke up there spoke so intelligently about how the school has changed and is represented by so many different nations. Some come from the privileged areas. Some come from right here in America. They cross mountains, they cross plains, uh, seas and oceans to get here. So what I loved about it is he acknowledged the fact that America is continuing the foundation of, it is built on immigration. It is built on people coming from other countries and coming here to bring their wildest dreams and putting them into action and accomplishing those things. And our high schools are represented by that. So, you know, again, in the in the spirit of diaspora, in the spirit of our youth and empowering our youth, uh, I love that this time of graduation, this time of uh, proms and children taking the next step in their lives, it is exciting. So I'm excited to uh, talk to our brother, but congratulations to all the graduates of high school, colleges alike in 2018. The world is yours to conquer, go out and do it. Congratulations to your niece, man. I got to see the picture. I'm not going to talk about the second Stop. picture. You guys got to go over there to Instagram <laughs> and see this guy's picture. You know, I, I don't even know where to start. But hey, it was back then. You know what I mean? Those old school uh, thuggish looks. <laughs> you, you look good. You look good, baby. You, you look really good. You know what? When I was looking at that, it kind of reminded me how much I was into... Uh, in some of Rakim's stuff back in the days yeah. and then I started thinking dang man you know when I think about Lloyd Banks too Lloyd Banks I, I, I just that's the homie right there man that's, Ooh, the, that's the era that's the era dang Ooh, man you had you had that direct like Lloyd Banks uh, for <laughs> sure oh my god hey listen ladies and gentlemen we really appreciate you tuning in and we just want to thank everybody that just tuned in with us uh, we're going to be rocking with you until 1.30 I mean until 2.30 Eastern Standard Time 11.30 Pacific Standard Time and then Coach Lopes is going to be joining us right now I'm going to line up a bit that we're going to get Coach Lopes soon because this gentleman here he's one of those people that not only that I love as a human being, and what a great father he is, man. You know, the things that we're going to get to talk about is the things that we always trying to aspire to as Africa diaspora. Never be, never this good. That's the song coming up next.
Coach Pete. Hey, what's up? <laughs> That's my man right there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coach Pete, one of my favorite people, one of the greatest men I've ever met. And I'm so grateful oh, that he gave us the moment to talk to us. And in the other side, Coach Pete, I've got my co-host in Tatengala up in New, in New Hampshire. Say hi to Coach Pete in Tate. Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome, and thank you so kindly for your time today, Coach Pete. We appreciate you, sir. Well, thank you for having me. I'm honored. Indeed, indeed. We are honored. And looking at your accolades and uh, your body of work and your resume, we are the ones that are honored that you would take this beautiful Sunday to spend some time with us and our listeners. So we say welcome to the Home Away Show. You are now a part of this African diaspora nation, sir, just by joining us today. So thank you so much. You know, I I am very happy to be uh, included on the show today because uh, I don't know if you know of I am a descendant of the Cape Verde Islands, and um, my family is still there, and I haven't been over there yet. And I have a I have a desire to connect, and I should say reconnect mm. with my with my brothers and sisters, you know, over there and also in Africa. And they're waiting for you with open arms, Coach Pete. So I love the fact that uh, we know that things start with us having the passion to do something, and then it's followed by a plan, and then we conquer it. So I believe very soon you will be with your peoples. And when you get there, when you smell that atmosphere and, and smell the air after you land in the plane, it's going to be a beautiful feeling. But um, Cooley did share with me. We spoke about that as we were getting ready for the show, that you're of uh, Cape Verdean descent. Um, so very right. excited to have you on the show uh, we know we have, you know, we have this little bit of time with you, so we want to soak up as much as we can. And what, you know, what we've been talking about this morning, I was sharing with our listeners that uh, I went to a graduation yesterday for my niece, high school graduation. Uh, she graduated from the same high school I did uh, back in 2000, and it was very exciting to see the diverse um, uh, co uh, community in, in the kids and the parents and the cultures that were represented there. And as I was looking at your at your profile, sir. Um, and I want our listeners to hear from you first just to t give us a kind of a cliff note version of your background. But I was looking at s some of the things that you've done. You know, when you think about careers and you think about schools, it's all about how you recruit to, to make sure you're bringing about the right people to your organization, whatever it is. It's all about how yeah. you develop those folks. Um, so it's recruiting, developing those folks, and then how, how you continue to maintain and, and be innovative so that you can be ready for the next, for what the future looks like. So I really want to kind of focus our conversation that way today. But first, please, just for our listeners to get to know Coach Pete and why Cooley is so excited. Anytime Cooley gets excited about somebody, I get excited. So the fact that he loved you so much and spoke so highly, I'm pumped. I'm over here. You know, I had to do some push-ups and some dips just to get ready for this interview today. You know, <laughs> you know what? I've, I've talked as of since we started the, the show, we started the podcast. I've talked to so many people and uh, who are from all different kind of backgrounds. But the thing is that I always wish I can tell these people that I already know that <laughs> as Coach Pete. Right. So listen to this, Coach Pete. The other day I had a conversation with this. And just ladies and gentlemen who are not familiar with uh, Coach Pete's background, I'm going to just give him an opportunity to kind of give everybody an understanding that where is he coming from and what he has done in his life and uh, things that he has achieved lately. And Coach Pete, this is more uh, like a, a conversation which is africa diaspora conversation than an interview an interview will do it in a studio one day but just to kind of uh, give you an understanding coach pete the other day i'm listening to this brother talking about boxing you know what i mean and then something just yeah. rang in my head that you know coach pete one day was you know my dad used to be a semi-pro boxer in south africa but coach pete used to talk about right. this thing that you know boxing basically it's not going anywhere and i used to think oh Come on, the MMA came out and it's gonna squash boxing. And guess what was the biggest uh, uh, ticket in terms of revenue made in in, in recent years was the biggest sp boxing event in sports, which was uh, the Mayweather fight. Uh, Mayweather even though McGregor. we had McGregor, yeah. yeah. So, but I'm sitting over there. I'm like, guys like Coach Peter have been involved with boxing so much. They even know the answer. We don't even ask knowing it. Yeah. Everybody has already predicted yeah. that boxing will be gone by now. No, with, with, with people, and I had the pleasure of um, 
I was at that fight. I worked that fight when my one of my fighters that I managed, he was on the undercard and uh, he won his fight. So there was a very good weekend for us. Oh wow! But wow, wow. what I got oh, to nice. observe, what I got to observe, the week was the whole world was at that fight, and yes. what it said was the global, the globalization of sports and combat sports and the importance of it to to every man, every woman can can come and enjoy that. No matter who you like, no matter who you root for, you, you we knew. The people in boxing, we knew that that was an exhibition. But here's comes to the brilliance of Floyd Mayweather. Mm. He used racism, um, um, mm. all these different things and as a vehicle. He's education yes. too, right? Lack and, of and, education yes. or otherwise. And yeah. Connor and Connor and Connor was in on it too. People don't understand. If you talk to those guys, they're the same guy. Yeah. They're the same individual. Very driven, very intelligent. They're not stupid by any means. The guys are very brilliant people when you talk to them. They knew the public would eat that up. And if you want to know the significance and tell you how 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 smart Floyd is. Did you notice he came out with a bank robber mask on when he came to the ring? Hey, I, I can't remember <laughs> I that. You blind. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. now you see it. Many people didn't catch that. They go, why did he have the mask? And he laughed. He said, this was the biggest heist ever, $350 million. Because And you guys paid me for an exhibition because you, cause you care about foolishness. This man can't beat me. Come on. Not even possible. <laughs> no, it's knew, impossible. And, yeah. But McGregor probably knew it in the sense that even though I'm, of I'm course a loser he did. on stage, I, I, even though I'm going to lose in the ring, I'm not losing in the bank. And at the end of the day... McGregor, McGregor bought his freedom. He's in control. The UFC can't tell him anything. He has $160 million. He's fine. If he doesn't do anything ever again. Wow. It was brilliant. Wow. It was wow. brilliant. Wow. A brilliant business move. Wow. Marketing at its finest. Now, Coach Pete, t tell our listeners a little bit, because I think we we've, we started right here in the Times, and I'm sure when you got in the game, it, it wasn't this era of, because uh, you got to think about it, you know, social media helps them out a lot to market it the way they did. So take us back to when Coach Pete fell in love with sports and, and the vision that you saw, what it means for, for young people and what it means, you know, leading up to now, to this moment, and you ended up on ESPN. Tell us a little bit more about that. Um, it started when I was a young boy um, with my my grandfather, um, who, who was a cranberry grower in Massachusetts, and he's uh, he came from the Cape Verde Islands to America, mm -hmm. and basically... He instilled in all of his sons and and his daughters, my mom, um, hard work. Um, but one thing we always did after hard work or harvest, every Sunday we would sit down and watch sports together on Wild World of Sports, you know, before cable. Before cable was around, yep. Yeah, and that was the thing. You'd sit down and eat together and, 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 and fellowship and talk and joke and everybody would talk about how they were doing in school and all these different things. <clears throat> and so I started to get introduced to sports through my family, my grandparents, my uncles were all Division One football players. But the beautiful thing is they all chose Ivy League's institutions. Ooh. They weren't they weren't chasing the NFL. They were chasing the academic, academic prowess. Nice. Nice. Good so foundation. that was my, that was my first, as a little boy, that's what I saw. Mm. Now, I learned from that because if you watched, my daughter was on the national championship last night on ESPN and track and field. Oh, and coach, coach, you can't, you can't skip that. Uh, you can't skip that. <laughs> we, we need a horn for that one, but I can't skip that because that's a very important milestone, especially uh, for Lindsay's life. And uh, so, just Lindsay, so, that, so Lindsay yeah. and, and the USC Trojans, you saw it. They were very, they were victorious on on worldwide TV. But there's a little thing, and Cooley, you appreciate this because you know me well. 
if you look at the pres the presentation, you'll see a little boy standing there, the head coach. That's my youngest son. Oh, you had Pete over there. He's exposed to it already as oh a three-year-old boy. So That's what he, I'm talking he, about. He understands the big stage as a three-year-old because he grew up in it. Mm. Wow. So if you look, if you look on the clips, you'll see a little boy in a red red hoodie, and he's standing next to the coach. And John Butchergrass is from ESPN is doing the interview, and there's a little boy walking around on the infield next to the coach. That's my son, but wow. he's already having those seeds planted that this is the level that you can perform on. This is what you can see. This is what you can achieve if you are in the right sector. And that's what I tell my people. And when I say my people, I say all people, but specifically our people. Yes. You have to put your child around greatness and expose them because one of the biggest things now is anxiety, mental health issues in our yes. community. And yes. when your kids have come up in that, they don't deal. They deal with it better. Cooley, you coached one of the most ferocious pound-for-pound pound athletes you probably ever had, and that was my daughter, Mia. Oh, my God. Oh, wait a minute. I love the sound of that. I love the sound of that. Oh, my God. The best. Best ever. I can't. About, I, about 85 pounds, yeah, 85 pounds soaking yeah. wet. But Cooley told her, Mia, I need you to go score these goals now for the championship. <laughs> Boom. Oh we're my champions. god. Oh my but god. Because they were because they were yeah. exposed to high level intensity ever since they can remember, they're trained mentally to perform at a high level. And I would tell Cooley and all the other coaches that coach my children, you can coach them. They're used to being coached. They respond to that. So don't feel like you can't coach them. They they expect you to do that. Yes. They expect you. They demand it of you. Just like you demand excellence from them, they demand that from you. And so we're setting that foundation as people in our household, in our community, and how we operate. So that is the foundation of basically what Coach P and my wife, Valerie, Shout out what to we Valerie. want to instill. Yeah. yeah. You know, no, that's, that's what we're doing. Coach Pete, and thank you, because what, what you've done thus far without, and I don't think it was intentional, it was something that we try to promote, but you basically just spoke about the importance of what we instill in our young daughters. It is very easy when we were growing up that, you know, you would want to empower your your your, um, your your sons, but what you've done so far, like you've told a story of how your three-year-old is getting an example from your daughter on a, on a, a, a global platform competing at the highest right. level. You've just talked about Cooley coaching, and you use the word ferocious. When you think of ferocious, I think of the Rakims and, and, and you know, you think of some of the, the Tysons, but then you bought in your daughter. And so right. I want to take a step back because those are challenges. Uh, I, you know, I'm in the corporate world uh, for, for what I do is pay my bills, and we're talking a lot about diversity and inclusion right now in that space, and it's not just gender and race. So I, I want to ask you, Coach Pete, based on our platform and our listeners – which are, are, are folks that have either been here for just about two years, coming from a totally different country, trying to establish themselves in America, make a living, but also raise their kids, hopefully to the greatness that you're speaking of, or you have people who have been here 15, 20 years in America from another country. What do you think um, it, or what advice could you give to those parents who have the language barrier, the cultural understanding barrier, or still trying to understand America and all the benefits that it has? Because what you're talking about takes a lot of work and a lot of paying attention when we have nine to five jobs or, or two jobs at the same time. How do those yes. parents who have all those barriers, are they, are they programs we should be tapping into that maybe our communities don't utilize as much? What, what, tell us this a little is, more about that. This is what I would tell our brothers and sisters. Hmm. For the simple fact of the things that you mentioned, to be able to come over here and establish yourself, as an African, and and to do well, which we see 99% of us, we're not coming over here and not contributing to this country. We're contributing to this country as professors, as doctors, as nurses, as lawyers, as all these different things, computer programmers, 
um, farmers. Uh, um, I would say this. This is my formula. I plug into the university systems early. I expose my children to the colleges. I take my kids on tours in the colleges. I take a, a busload of kids twice a year to Stanford, USC, Cal. I take mm. them to these universities and expose them to the programs, to the coaches. I've built relationships. I don't go to Joe Schmo's academy training camp. I go to USC training camp because yes. it's valid. It's validated. There's not some guy there that wants to take $350 a month to take you and promise your child. I call that sexy talk. Oh, if you pay me, I will get your son here mm. and there. They don't have the ability to do that. They don't have the ability to do that. I will, I will go against anybody who says they can do that. There's no hookup. There's no secret way. There's one way. Hard work, perseverance, and education and information. The let's sharing of information. No, let's not just fly through that, please. Let's pause moment. Hard work. I, yes, sir. Hard work. Uh -huh. Education. Uh -huh. Information. Information. You have hmm. to be able to get the proper, appropriate information. And you have to decipher. I do, I do an experiment with my parents. And, and you guys can do this. I go, right. let me have the keys to your vehicle. Give them to me. And they look at me, what? I go, give me your car keys. Let me have them. And they go, what? What? Give me your BMW keys. Give it to me. No, no, no. Coach, what are you doing? Okay, you just gave me all kind of crap. But when I asked you to give me your kid, you handed them over. Ooh. Hmm. 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 With no problem. You hmm. didn't. You didn't question me. You didn't check my credentials. You didn't ask me for references. You didn't ask me anything. You gave them to me because I said, I've got the program. Or you heard from a friend that Coach Pete was the guy. But you don't know for sure. You don't know for sure if I'm the guy unless you check. Okay? You unless you go observe. Yes. Have right. You, so yeah. when it goes bad, then we blame the coach. But he, but we blame you because you didn't check. Because yeah. this is what I have no problem doing for either one of you gentlemen. Hey, Coach Pete, and Cooley knows this. Yeah. Coach Pete, what's this? You could take my phone and, and and dial any coach of any major university or Olympic team and say, is Coach Pete solid? And you know what they'll tell you? He has my number. I pick up on the first ring, right? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's it. Yeah. And you then, it, then there it is. And you would have to earn that. That's such instrumental stuff. If you're just joining in and you're wondering if you're listening to ESPN by accident, no, you're not. It's still the Home Away Show, Umbanya Radio. <laughs> we just happen to have the finest coach in the building, not technically but digitally, and that's Coach Pete. So right. thank you very much for joining the Home Away Show. We are so excited. This is this is just jewels being dropped on a Sunday. We're not taking it easy like a Sunday morning. Cook, cook. We're getting deep. Coach Pete, so I, I oh, also no, no, have no. a question for you, brother, uh, because I know we don't have that much time with you, but uh, I don't want to want to use everything for you. Uh, the greatest thing about the people like you is that they are, they are easy to find, but they are hard to follow because most people cannot live up to your, uh, to your standards and, uh, the athletes that you have produced and everything. Um, so you are out right. there and trying by all means to make sure that people know the proper system, know what to do. So now let's talk about the athlete themselves. I mean, I know for sure that, you know, you were just talking about Mia and talking about uh, Lindsay and talking about all that athletes too that you've been taking care of. But the one important thing that I want to ask you about that is that the mentality of an athlete, nowadays kids are distracted, man. They are distracted so much. And honestly speaking, that's one probably of the reasons that I would rather wait for my child to go back to coaching. How do you keep up with that as a trainer? How do you keep up with that as a parent? Because kids are so distracted nowadays, it's hard to even take them outside. Well, here's the thing that we do. We monitor all outside sources of, of distraction. To, to the best of our abilities, let me be clear. Little boyfriends sneak in once a while. Uh, we deal with that. Um, <laughs> friends who are not motivated <laughs> sneak in once in a while. We deal with that. Um, but control the social media. I always say take it back to its roots, to its natural. The way our parents and grandparents did it was the right way. Mm. We, it, it's just not, again, it's not the sexy talk. It's not... It's, that's too boring. We want exciting. We want, oh, we, 
you know what I say? The parent who wants to go and say, oh, oh, I'm just so busy. Why, what happened? Oh, this weekend, my son, he won six trophies at the soccer tournament, and they play in like C-level bullcrap tournament. That means nothing. And they come and they brag at work. Oh, I'm so sophisticated. I'm mm. so tired. I'm so overworked. Oh, don't you feel sorry for me, girl? Oh, my son is so <laughs> my son is so successful. You know, we got to get away from that. We got to get away from that. Here's what I tell people. 99% of my athletes, I've had over 2,200 athletes, student athletes, come through my program. Yeah. Okay? Only, only, only 13 of them are Division One athletes. Wow. 13. Wow. That's, that's a high that's number, the honest coach. Truth. You, now, means, now. You had to be brutally honest to, to come to that, though. Not, so not everybody is going to be Division One. athlete. No, I have to tell you. I have to tell you. I just got a, I just got the most beautiful Father's Day present from one of my kids. He's a soldier. He's fighting in Iraq right now. Thank you for his he service. Sent me a, he sent me a flag that flew over his helicopter while he was in combat. And he said to me, this is one of the most best things I ever got. He says, Coach, I love you because you are a father figure when I needed it. I was not the best boxer in your program. I wasn't very good. But you taught me discipline and how to be loyal and how to be loyal to myself and how to live a clean life. And I thank you for that. So this is a way I can honor you. And he sent me this beautiful certificate wow. and all this stuff. And I was almost brought to tears. And I realized that guy is the guy. He's the, the 2000 kids. Yes. Not my, my daughter, Lindsay, she's easy. If you see her in person, she's all muscle. She's 5'10", gifted. Talented, all these things. If I can't get her through, I'm dumb. That's easy. That's that's God's <laughs> grace. I tell you to judge, judge, judge me, judge me on the kid that came to me on drugs. Judge me for the kid who came to me as mental health issues, depression. Judge me on the kid who who has diabetes or overweight, and I helped him lose 150 pounds. That's a real story. A kid who was overweight, I helped him lose 150 pounds. Now he has his own fitness company. Yeah. Judge me on him. I, and I know that story. Don't Pete. judge me on mine. Oh, man. Judge me on him. Yeah. So, Matt, you see? I want to pause there for a moment. I want to pause there because I, I always like to make sure that folks are paying attention to the detail. And, 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 and it's in the pudding because what you've just said is, we have parents who are fine with Junior receiving, knowing Junior was picking his nose through the game. Junior was catching butterflies through the game, but somehow Junior got a, car, a, a trophy. Oh my gosh, Junior did right. such a great job, right? But then there's something that Junior didn't get. Maybe he 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 has something that needs him to um, learn more about paying attention or time management. And so what you're saying right. is. We could have these kids in these programs. They're not. You're not. We could tell them honestly and say you might not be in the NBA. You might not be in the NFL. But you might be the owner of a team because what I see in you is you got accounting skills, right? Maybe throughout the t the, the match, they're the ones that account exactly. You pick up this. So exactly. Don't up on your kids. Allow them to go through this. And and I don't want to miss out on what you say because it's health and wealth. And I don't care how rich you are. If your health is crappy, you ain't going to live long enough to be able to see that money and spend it. So what you also talked about now is you are not only helping them reach the pinnacle of success as an athlete, but just to have health, to take a, a kid with diabetes who might have otherwise um, lived through life and say, pity me, and give him that. And now he's paying it back and having a fitness center. Big shout out to Coach Pete, man. I I'm loving wow. what I'm hearing. Yeah. What a but, guy. But, but please understand, please understand this. And 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 and, and I, I'm 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 blessed to be with you this morning. Mm. Please understand this. The formula. If I can give you a cheat sheet, the formula. I'll share this with you. Mm. It, it, it's invaluable. Cooley witnessed it when he came to my home. He saw. Mm. Um. We press education first. We teach each kid speaks a foreign language, and they play an instrument at least one or two. All my kids play violin or piano. They might not play too good, but they play. <laughs> okay. Wow. Then the fourth thing on the list is is sports. Okay, that's the fourth thing on the list. So let's so, run the list. Education. Um, education is first and foremost. Language. 
So education first. Speak another language. Speak another yes. language besides English. And then, and then an instrument of some kind. An instrument. Doesn't have an to be instrument perfect. of some kind. Doesn't have to be perfect. Nope. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be. And that's the other thing. We tend to give up. If our kid is not perfect, oh, he's no good. I'm going to take him out. Because you know why? That's not the baby's fault. That's parents' fault. I can't go brag that my kid won the orchestra award. Who gives a crap? Can I share? Excuse my language. No, can I share something personal? That, and, and I want to get your take on it. So um, I, what you're speaking to me means so much. And I believe in God's divine intervention. You know, I'm blessed to have this platform. It seems like I'm doing it to help the community. But my goodness, it helps me because I go through journey, uh, life's journeys. And I had a tough week last week. And some of it revolves around education. It's a personal thing um, I, that, Cooley, I still got to talk to you about. But what you mentioned is the instrument piece. Um, my wife and I bought our daughter a guitar for Christmas about a couple right. of years ago. Um, and Angelina, I love you, baby. Um, I know you're going to hear about this. And I told you guys sometimes that you have to tell some stories. But it's true. So we bought a guitar, <laughs> and and we she was in guitar lessons. And my son was taking um, pia um, piano lessons, I believe, at the time. And Wonderful. my daughter gave it her all. She's a good dancer. She's committed to the dancing. It comes easy to her. The guitar was, was tough. And where you just hit my nerve, Coach Pete, is when they had the, the final year-end competition. And there's a bunch of kids going up there. And some of these kids go up there and just make it look so easy with whatever instrument they were playing. I'm tapping my foot. I'm doing whatever I can. And my daughter goes up there, who I know is has this perfectionist uh, mindset that I'm trying to work on. And that baby, it, it, aim for perfection, but when you've given it your all, that's perfection within itself. And Coach yes. Pete, she was not the best up there. She she did no. her she did her best. That's what I could appreciate in it. She did her best, but compared to her, her colleagues and her peers that were up there, she was not the best. Now, what we did do is we asked and said, you can continue on with the guitar lessons or you can pick up piano lessons. She started going towards go. the piano lessons. So she's been committed to that. And there's a little bit more. Now, we have a little bit of a keyboard at the house and she practices and she can carry some notes. Now, I ask you, Coach Pete, did I make the wrong choice? Should I have maybe kept on pushing on, on the guitar or was it all right to find an alternative where she's still trying to play an instrument? What's your take on that? This is what I would do. I would rewind it and I would mm. ask her because the babies tell you the truth. Mm. If you tell her this, and this is the selection that I get, I said, no matter what the answer is, because remember, they're little brains. Mm. I love you unconditionally. So no matter what the answer is, understand that. Do you understand that? Yes, yes daddy, I understand mm. that. I understand that. Okay. What do you enjoy? Well, the guitar is challenging, but I like the bass drum. Mm. Because you know why I use that? Because my 10-year-old just told me that. My wife says, oh, you're going to play the flute. She says, I don't like the flute. This is my youngest. She's mm. the most aggressive because her and the little boy come up around all these other ones. So she yeah. says, no, daddy, I don't want the flute. I want the bass drum. Yeah. So I says, okay, yeah. baby, yeah, daddy will buy you the bass drum. I don't want oh, that wow. drum pounding all night in my house, but that's what you want. <laughs> but, 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 but what I would do if I'm you mm. is I ask my daughter, but what do you like? Honey? And if she likes playing the guitar off key, then let her play off key. I love it. If I she likes it. piano, let her play piano. Who cares? It. You know what I love key. about your daughter? You know what I love about your daughter? Yes, she sir. got up on stage. She did. Yes. Shout out to her. That was the win. That yes. was the win. I got, she got up on stage. Most of us, most of our kids nowadays are afraid to step into the arena. They're afraid to get on stage. You don't know that Your baby got up on stage. Yeah. Hey, Angelina, Coach Peaches gave you a big shout out. Uh, the whole home away show. Go, Angelina. Go. Go, Angelina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Coach. Hey, hey Coach Pete. Let's, let, let, where I'm from, we say, we say, Siga El Chigayo. So there's so many things that have been going on lately, especially in the sports world that uh, we can talk about all day. But I just wanted to get your take in these two events, especially since they actually uh, involve uh, teenagers and um, the young kids uh, who have so many things that they need to make decisions on at a younger age and sometimes without 
uh, without even necessarily the help of the parents. But you as an Africa diaspora, you as um, a person who has raised uh, children, you probably might have a good opinion on this. So one thing I have is happened in Cromwell here in Connecticut. It actually happened one year, mm-hmm. uh, last year. The runner who was running 100 meters was a transgender and the people knew yes. the guy because the year before he ran with the boys. So this year he ran with um, he ran with the girls, and he actually smoked all of them. And uh, of and then the victories uh, the vic- the victories actually have prompted a look at how gender affects sports in the state where gender identity is recognized. And the Connecticut Post uh, spoke to one of the losing female student, but. Uh, she didn't seem too upset. She lost to a biological male. And then another one I have is uh, Jalen. J- I think it's Jalen Hinkley. Jalen Hinkley actually was called up this month uh, to represent the U.S. Uh, women's national team. And she actually refused because of her religious beliefs. Because she said uh, the U.S. soccer on this month they are highlighting the LGBT Pride Month on their jerseys, so right. she couldn't be able to wear that jersey because of her religious beliefs. I just want your take on these things because it seems like nowadays, uh, you not only that you're going to have to, if you're a coach out there listening to this and you are an athlete out there listening to this, you know for sure that those are the things that are going on nowadays and you'll have to have an opinion right. about it or you'll have to make a decision about it. Like this Jaylene Kinkle right. kid had to make a decision. I don't know how much the parents were involved. Advise somebody out there that how, what is your take on these things? Um, as far as I'll, I'll tackle the first one first. The the issue of of transgender is our greatest American all around athlete was paving the way. Bruce Jenner, people mm. don't realize, was the mm. greatest all around American athlete male mm. who decided because of in his or her his. In, in his heart and inside said, I feel that I am a woman and mm-hmm. made a decision to, to make the change and, um, and did that for them. Again, I go back to the mental health and the mental, mental stability for, for, for her mental state. Mm-hmm. That move was made. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to take sports out of it. Um, when a, when a kid goes through, I have a, I have a student. I work in a school who shared with me, Coach Pete, I trust you. I'm going to change from a girl to a boy. And I said, okay. And we sat down in my office and talked and she, and, he, and she said, I said, I said, I'm ignorant. I said, could you educate me? And she says, well, of course. And I said, did you know that you wanted to make the change? Did you? When did you know? She says, Coach Pete, I've never felt that I was a girl. My whole life. I just come out looking like one. But I've never felt that. I've always been a boy. And it took 16 years for her parents to accept it because it's more acceptable now. And she she's, she's made the transition. She and she is he now. She made the transition, and mm. I've been involved in this child's life since twelve years old to now seventeen. So I was here for the transition, and mm. so I have to take sports out of it because, from personal experience, that wasn't what was the kid's biggest burden. wasn't if she he or she came in first place or no. or could beat up anybody. <laughs> mm. It was the emotional. The emotional feeling and the, and her well-being, or I should say his, and I mess up every day. I call, I mess, I apologize every day because I, I knew him as a her. And I, I apologize every day. I go, you know I mess you up. And he laughs. He goes, Coach Pete, I know you love me. I know you just confused because you knew me my whole life. Mm. <laughs> I think what's so interesting is your vulnerability to say, I'm ignorant. 
teach me. Yeah. Right? You say, I don't I, know. And I think yeah. that's the biggest thing. I don't biggest, know. I don't, and we, and we have opinions. Everybody's know. opinionated. Everybody's opinionated. Because Facebook made us all genius. You notice that? Oh, We're all genius man. now. Everybody's an expert on everything genius. I don't even debate. People tell me, you know, you know my background with Dick Gregory. You know mm. I've been in the civil rights movement. I grew up in the movement. Yeah. Um, I... I, I buried him last year with, with our family. Um, his his son is my, is my brother. Mm. And when people come and talk politics to me, there's certain things that I know that other people don't know. And, and I say this, I say, look, your opinion is, is valued to a point. <laughs> okay. Mm, mm. It's got a stop mark. It's got a finish line. Your opinion, your opinion is valued to a point until it starts to infringe on another man or woman's right to their opinion or their freedom. Mm, mm. If you understand what I'm saying, so mm. I can I can choose to listen to you or choose to turn you off. If it's advantageous to me, of course I'm going to listen to you because that's human nature. And I can I can be sophisticated. Remember, we all want to be sophisticated. We want to be intelligent. We want to go to work and be accepted. But we must go back to biblical, no matter what you read, no matter what you think. Humble. Humble. Everybody likes to say, oh, I'm so humble. No, you're not. Because you said it. Because you said it. You proclaimed it. So it's bullcrap. You're not humble. Rewind, rewind. Because you said you're <laughs> humble, just exactly you're, you're not humble until somebody else says, my goodness, if you met so-and-so, they so humble. Then just maybe, yes. just maybe it may be true. This just turned into it a might be true. service, but we ain't mean for it to. Listen, look, look. I, know, I know Coach P, and I know we're going to run out of time because I know Cooley's going to hold me honest here in a moment, but I just have a simple ask, sir. <laughs> this conversation cannot end here today. We've got too much to talk with you about. You you mentioned I mean brother Dick Gregory you, you've you've got such a, a wide span of things we can talk about my simple answer is that let this not be the last time we speak to you we would love to have you uh, on the show again and even better so it'd be so wonderful if you ever on the East Coast up north to join us live and my goodness th- this is amazing this is stuff that- I would I would love to I would love to I would love to I, I'm honored again I'm honored to be able to represent our people and I love your movement. And when Cooley called me and told me, I, he tell you, I didn't hesitate. Yes. When, what, however we can do it because, because it's important that we, and you know what we I'm talking about, absolutely have, (laughs) have the information and we share the information because there's a lot of misconceptions from the American African to how we're perceived by our brothers and sisters across the across the way and yes. we we're very insecure we're very insecure about how you all will receive us yes. we're very we're very nervous on how we will be received um i have a i have an advantage i'm not as insecure because my, i'm third generation mm. my grandma and grandpa came here as free people so mm. i have a little bit of an advantage i happen to know where my islands, where the village, all that. I know all that because I asked when I was a little boy. Yeah. And my grandmother shared that with me. My, we, sp- we still speak in my home. I don't, but my mom and dad do. Mm. I wish I did, but our native language. Um, so what I, what I want to do as I get older in the last half of my life mm. is, and, I, and I'm very, it, it's funny because I just talked to a brother about going to Ghana. Because he had went there on a mission, and he said, they love us when we were there. And my other friend was in Nigeria, and he said, they loved us when we were there. They thanked me for coming. Mm. They thanked me for coming back. And he goes, I didn't accept, I didn't expect that. It was my ignorance. Because we're told that they don't love us over there. You know, it's funny, my, 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 my brother, Tutuga, I'm sure he's listening right now. Shout out to you and all the conversations we have. We spoke about this just yesterday that only if we could get the word to our brothers and sisters here who are here, who are born here in America of how much they are looked up to. We grew up watching movies of Americans and, and specifically black Americans, knowing these are our brothers and sisters. 
and they would actually almost welcome those who are born here than they would me because when i come back it's like well he probably thinks he's all that now because he moved to america but when they get to see our brothers <laughs> right, and sisters, yeah right. you know what i mean like they think oh he's, he's over i here, do exactly mm. so but when I do. See the brothers that take the time shout out to swiss beats swiss beats has been going to south africa a lot working a lot with the artists out there trying to work a lot with the arts arts and crafts and he's going back yes. actually coming back and promoting south african artists or african artists and, and i see this movement getting bigger and better and I think it's just open lines of communication. We all need to know that we are one people. Uh, and I'm going to teach you something, if that's all right, uh, Coach P. Please, please. A word, a word that is very important uh, to the African culture in general. I don't care where you come from. It's called Ubuntu. Say Ubuntu. Ubuntu. Ubuntu, yes. Ubuntu. It is spelled U Ubuntu. Ubuntu, yeah. It's spelled U-B-U-N-T-U. Ubuntu. It means... Ubuntu. Yes, it means a people, and it, it actually yeah. has more than one meaning. It, you can define it to say people. You could define when somebody's being mean to somebody in sales and say, hey, I'll be in Ubuntu. Just have a people in you. Just have that feeling of being human. It means human. Um, the right. Bantu people, that's what we were called, the Bantu people, if you start researching history. So if you can just take that yeah. word, and anytime you speak to anybody from Africa and say, I believe in Ubuntu, that means you believe in the people. And that stretches whether those who left by not by choice. And we know this, Brother Kanye, it was not by choice. And those who... No, no. Yeah, we're not going to go down that path. I was listening to the... We'll talk movie. about him later. Next later. show. I got some hey, good stuff show. for him. Yeah, next, show. <laughs> next show. But Ubuntu is exactly what we're talking about. And what we've done here today on the Sunday when you could have been doing anything else and our listeners could have been doing anything else. Uh, shout out to Ali. Ali Loft, one of my former colleagues, good friend of mine who tuned in for the first time today. When we can take time to just listen to each other and inform. This is information. This is education. It doesn't mean that you got to inherit major student debt loans. You do need to go to college. No. Don't get it confused. Yes. You do need to go out there and get that formal education. But don't limit the, the, the plentiful moments that we have to learn and educate ourselves by that conversation with the five-year-old, by the conversation with the 35-year-old who might have just got out. Just because the brother's still speak, speaking about pages from the 90s, it doesn't mean he doesn't have some intellect that it may teach you. Take what you can, exactly. leave behind what you don't need. And from here today, we had Coach Pete talk to us about probably three decades, four decades worth of information that also sets us up for the next three, four decades. So my goodness, I'm thankful for this opportunity. I'm thankful for a voice and for the brothers that are here on this show today who chose to say, I'm going to use my voice and not have the syndrome, we call it back home, what are people going to say syndrome? Now, nah, forget that. Right. What are your kids going to say if you didn't stand up and you don't speak up the truth and you don't educate them? So, brother, we thank exactly. you so much, brother Coach Pete. This was beautiful. I told you in the beginning of the show, you are now an adopted uh, a member, family member of this show, of this community. And we look <laughs> forward. We look forward to what the future holds as we partner up with you more often. And maybe someday we make it out your way. Yeah. And Pete, oh, and, and Pete uh, just before we, just before we let you go, brother, wh where can people get you? You can go to Peter J. Lopes on Facebook, and you can go on Instagram, Coach Pete Said So. Nice, nice, nice. Hey, Brother Pete, I really appreciate you, man. Uh, too bad this whole thing was cut short, but I know for sure we're going to be catching up pretty soon. Uh, you're such a wonderful human being. You know how much I think of you, man. And congratulations and to Lindsay. And it's mutual. It's mutual. It's mutual. Absolutely, <laughs> brother. And, you know, um, congratulations to Mia uh, for graduating high school and with all the accolades that she has won. What a wonderful human being. And I wish her nothing but the luck. But all the other kids, too, and especially even yes. Lindsay yesterday uh, yes. for winning the national championship. What a great uh, feeling for you as a family. And you are so blessed, brother. And just say hi to Valerie for us because Valerie needs a show of her own. Because you know what? What Valerie <laughs> is... They the people might be listening right now and be like, "Oh, yeah, Coach Pete, Coach." Pete. No, no, no. You gotta meet his wife, no, then no, you'll no. know he's nobody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 hey, I'm second fiddle. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> to all the ladies out there, I want to give you guys just created a moment to the ladies out there who are not behind us. The old saying of you know, be behind every successful man's a woman. Nah, right, right in front of us, leading us. Shout out to the woman. 
woman, my aunt, Auntie Lungi is one of those examples who leads the household. So I, I love hearing yeah. a brother like Coach Pete. And when you when you see Coach Pete physically, you see a man's man, right? You yeah, see a guy yeah, who, yeah, like, yeah. He's not scared. No joke. Uh-uh. It's the message that that gets stuff done. I'm just here. <laughs> I'm, I'm co-pilot. Yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't, you know, they don't, they they debate on the line and the phone. But when we meet first face to face. The bass leaves the voice. They, they, they leave that bass because, again, I told my grandfather told me this. You be a man of conviction. Yeah, and yeah. as long as you're a man of conviction. And I'll leave you all with this. This is my dream. Mm. I would love to take all of my people, all of my connections, and come and do a three-week-long camp in Africa for the children there. That would be wonderful, and brother. That is what we, that's what we've been talking about. And that's what I talked about with these pastors who have been going to all these missions. And I'm going, okay, but let's take it a step further. Why don't I bring all my collegiate coaches and people with me and my daughters and all these people that they can see that's close to their age. And then we show them what we do. But more importantly, we train a couple of brothers and sisters over there to have that. And then we create that network, that plug so the kids can come to us directly. Because Absolutely. we don't want our kids to be getting exploited. We see it in other places. These 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 managers go over there and get these kids and sign them to crazy mm-hmm. contracts. I'd rather these kids come over here, get the education, get the get the university, and then they know how to negotiate their own contract. They know how to negotiate their own situation. Or if they want to go back home, they can go back home. And go do it at home. Brother Pete, I tell you this, and I know we're running out of time, but everything happens for a reason. It is predetermined before we even know it. We just have to play our role. I'm going to tell you this. I'm not trying to plug South Africa, but your dream and your vision that you just spoke with, I would love to utilize whatever little bit of contacts, and I'm not the one to sit here. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But I come from there. I would love to talk to you offline about that, and if there's any way I could help, introduce i know a couple of guys who are in the fitness world and they're in the uh, promoting the youth and trying to educate them and they simply need some resources we know like some themselves. government people too we that love, can organize yeah, things yeah, yeah. yeah then hey look let's start in south africa it's done if we say it god hears it god hears it if we say it if we say it it's out there and, and, the, and the most high sees it and hears it then it'll happen it's up to us to implement and you know coolie how i get down Oh, absolutely, brother. I know you very well. <laughs> thank you so much, Coach Pete. Thank I really so appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. Hey, thank you for rocking with us today. I love today. you, brothers. I love you. I love, love you, and um, be blessed and continue the movement. Thank you, my brother. Thank, thank you so much. That was Coach Pete. We appreciate him so much. And so the last hour has just been filled with excitement. Um, so much we talked about, dude. I, I, I honestly had questions. Yeah. This is what you know is a good show, Kool. You have questions that you wrote down based on what prep you did. And then you maybe get through one or two of those questions and the rest just naturally flowed. That's what I'm talking about. It's the Home Away Show. We're doing it here today and I'm excited. It's a blessing. We are thankful. We are thankful for our listeners. Without you, we simply are two brothers just talking on the microphone. So you make the show happen. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I got you. Thank you so much. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are getting to that time of the end of the show. And uh, and like you know, we always try to bring it to you. So uh, just to remind you, you can still get all our podcasts on uh, SoundCloud and also on iTunes. And also uh, it's called uh, Under Umbani uh, Radio. It's so... Uh, you know, listening to Coach Pete today just kind of messed up my mind now. I can't even remember things. He's such we'll an interesting will. man, man. I miss this guy. He, but anyway, where do we get our podcast? You've <laughs> messed you all up, man. Come on, Kuli. <laughs> I, so, I can't wait to meet to see this all, guy go again. To, go to Umbani Radio on Instagram. You're going to find, if you check on the bio link, you're going to find us there. Uh, you can catch us on, uh, on, on stream.radio.co as well. Um, and also, by the way, we do have some shows uh, in South Africa. So those that are tuning in all the way from South Africa, you can catch us on Nongoma FM. Uh, we do have our links. If you have, um, if you have uh, on the app uh, and also tune in, um, you are able to get all the information. So go check out Umbani Radio. Go check out the Home Away Show um, our page on uh, Facebook, and you can catch us there. So tune in every Sunday, one thirty p.m. We all, we always here. Hey, before yeah. we leave, ladies and gentlemen, because you know I love this guy and I like what sometimes the things that he say. He like to motivate us, give us that energy, what we can do for the rest of the week. Take over and that day.
know it, you know it. Ladies and gentlemen, again, I want to repeat this. Uh, I found it to be beneficial for me last week. Um, little did I know how much I was going to need it. The time left this, this year. Again, 204 days, 4,908 hours, 29,000, uh, I'm sorry, 2,940,000, I'm messing it up. 29,294,498 minutes, 17,669,669,669 seconds, uh, uh, 669,873 seconds. That is the time left. As I mess up through that, um, what I want to talk about today is making decisions in your life. Making decisions in your life. That's the motivation I want to talk about. Um, in life, every day, every single day, we make a decision. Important ones. The first major decision you make is to get up. Just get up. Get out of bed. Little do you know your brain cells go through so much activity just for you to go ahead and reach over and touch your alarm clock. That is a decision that you have made. From then on, you have plenty of other decisions to make from taking a left to a right, from taking a shortcut to taking a longer route, from saying hi to somebody to ignoring somebody. All those are decisions that have an impact on your day. Um, we all go through a lot in our personal lives. We all go through a lot in our professional lives. I had uh, experiences this week, this past week, uh, that made me feel like it was uh, longer than a week. Better yet, it was a year. And through that, I had some moments where I have to make tough decisions for myself and, and that involve myself and my family. But there's a couple of things that um, I found to be true. Uh, and, I, you know, this is not a church uh, service show. But what it is, is we speak the truth. And I want to share from the book of Isaiah. It is the book, uh, and this is no special plug for my kids. I have a son named Isaiah. But it's from the book of Isaiah 43. And I'm going to look it up right now. Never the one to claim to um, speak scriptures off, off the top of my dome like that. So let me just look it up, ladies and gentlemen, and I'll be quick. Um, and as you make your decisions, sometimes they are easier to make. Sometimes they are tougher than others. Um, but you have to stand firm. The Bible speaks of a double-minded man um, is a man without wisdom. Don't be double-minded. Don't make a decision, go back on it, and then listen to somebody else and change your mind. Talk to God. There's one person, whoever it is, whoever your God is, um, talk, to, talk to him. Isaiah 43, verse 2 to 3. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba in your stead. Whatever decision you have to make this week regarding your children, yourself, um, your neighbors, your friends, find God's vision for yourself. Find God's purpose for yourself. Have a purpose for what you are doing. I learned this through a meeting at work uh, this past week. A purpose for life. Have a purpose. You eat because the purpose is to get full. You go to the bathroom because the purpose is to relieve yourself and make more room. You wash yourself. You brush your teeth because the purpose is to clean something. When you make decisions, make sure the purpose is also revealed and live through that. So in whatever decisions you have to make, all I simply say is just pray. And the biggest decision you can make, watch the video out there. It's a commencement speech. It's called make your bed make your beds in the morning because if you fail to do anything else anything else in life that day you made your bed and you can come home and your bed is made with clean sheets so make your bed in the morning and then from then on make decisions based on your purpose ladies and gentlemen want to thank you so much for tuning into the home away show um having coach pete here was a blessing for me and this is what i love about this show this is what i love about doing something with passion and pays back something that money can't buy which is knowledge information Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. My brother Cooley, I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in today. And uh, once again, we'll be back next week at 1.30 Eastern Standard Time, 10.30 uh, Pacific Time in the West Coast. So we'll come back with uh, a lot of um, another person to you. We'll be talking about a lot of things like we gave you today and what the show we had today. I really appreciate Coach Pete. Uh, he's always available. He's a good guy that you can talk to, link up with uh, on social media. He can help you a lot to build what you want to build. And ladies and yeah. gentlemen, I just yeah. want to say that um, we're almost at the end of the show. Did you have one thing, that I, I, I have I five seconds. Uh, five seconds. No more do this. And shout out to my aunt. She is my rock. She does so much to bless me. And she just shared something with me quickly over here. And I want to read it for our listeners. 
sometimes you must hurt in order to know you must fall in order to grow you must lose in order to gain because most of life's greatest lessons are learned through pain go through that pain it's worth it thank you so much i love you and i'm your bong thank you so much ladies and gentlemen and this is we're striking across the globe now See you next week. See you next yeah. week, ladies and gentlemen. We Yo, see you. Whoa, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next I'm, week. I'm, We're going to be out there. We're going to be out there, I'm, boss. We're going to be out there. Go check out all the Insta pages. You're going to have fun, man. It's going down. She's a youth day. Sarafina.